Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we hop into the lounge and we get to complain about anything you'd like. And there, and there are no such things as complaints that are too small or too big or too frivolous. This is your space, your safe space, to complain about anything you'd like. From big to small to rich to poor, any complaint is welcome in the lounge and my guests and I will sing the douchey duet of complaint with you. And I want to say to you, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. If the luxury lounge speaks to you, I want you to do one of a few things. There's very subtle ways to pay me for this great podcast that you're listening to. You can tag a friend in the video I'm posting on Instagram. You can like the video. Wow, wow, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, listen, there's pennies and dollars here. We can do whatever you'd like. I'm giving you options here. You can make it your Instagram story. Hey, gang, go check out the Luxury Lounge. I love this podcast. You can tell a friend over your group chat. Hey, gang, look at this guy. He's complaining about stupid things. We complain about stupid things, too. That's how it goes, and you're already doing that. Don't get me wrong, but I just want to give you a gentle reminder. Keep sharing the show. Keep telling a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. I got live shows. That's right. Jaredfried.com for tickets. Let me just remind you of the cities I'm coming to because I'm, listen, I I got tour dates galore. I'm going to be in New Brunswick, New Jersey, Perrysburg, Ohio, Buffalo, New York, Syracuse, New York, and also the live you up. Live You Up podcast is an event. It's at Town Hall, December 8th. That's a Wednesday night. What what a night. Wednesday night, New York City. You're back on the town after a pandemic, and you're out there having a good time with the group chat. And if you don't listen to – I mean, listen to You Up or not, it is an event. We're like the Rockettes. I'm putting on – my feather boa, we're doing dance moves. It is a fantastic time. So jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com for tickets. And also, if you love the Luxury Lounge, some of you are like Luxury Lounge diehards, and, and that I appreciate as well. Patreon, I'm doing a Patreon version where I answer every Luxury Lounge complaint. Every single one, that's right. And it's that's more of a dim the light situation. It's just you and me. No guest, we're guestless, just you and me doing the luxury lounge. So patreon.com slash jaredfree, patreon.com slash jaredfree. Very excited about today's guest in the lounge. Um, hilarious comic, uh, so funny. Has been in the J Train podcast before. This is their first time in the lounge. Robin Shaw, thank you for coming on. Oh my God, I'm so, now here's the thing. I've always loved coming on your podcast. Yeah. But this is the show for me. <laughs> like, I, that's the thing. I'm trying to match this show with the right people. And I, like, know you're going to be perfect. I, I am, like, so genuinely happy you're here. You're like a Long Island Jewish woman. She can complain about luxury <laughs> things. That's right. I think she might have a knack for this. It might be in her blood a little bit. I want everyone now before we get started with Robin, go follow her on social media. There is nobody is, that is currently funnier on social media than Robin. Robin, you're killing it. I'm so proud. I'm so happy. It is this interesting thing. When you hear like about like comics, you're like, uh, you know, you hear stories from comics on podcasts. Like if, a story, if, if an older comic was to tell the story of their life. This is when did it happen for them or like, you know, or they're talking about people that they started with and then like, oh, all of a sudden that person's doing that. I would say you're one of those people where I was like, uh, like if someone was like, do you know Robin Shaw? I'd be like, uh, it, she, all of a sudden the pandemic, she started blowing up. This is unbelievable. 
please and and everyone go follow Robin at Robin Shaw Comic. It'll be all over my social media. But she has shows at Caroline's Comedy Club this weekend, the twenty third. Get your tickets now. They're going to sell out. Caroline's.com. The link is in her Instagram bio. Please tell the story of what has happened in this pandemic other than death and misery. <laughs> well, I love a good pandemic. It really yeah. turned out great for me. But first I have to say, Jared and I have known each other. We've been doing comedy for years together. Yes. And we've been friends since before. I think before you even had a podcast. Or yeah, you, of know, course. you had a podcast and I had a podcast. At uh, New York Comedy Club, Stand, right? Stand Up New York. Stand Up New York, yeah, yeah, they're all the yeah. Same. But I, uh, <laughs> they're not the same. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so we've been friends forever. So then, Jared's you know podcast taken off. He's doing great, yeah, right. and I'm still left doing open mics in in back alleys. <laughs> and then back alleys. <laughs> oh wait, during the pandemic, I yeah. did do a back alley. I did a couple back alleys. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I wish that was a joke, but uh, no, there was back alley shows during the pandemic. So then I had a video go viral. And then once that happened, then everything like caught up and all these great things happen. It's amazing. What was the original video to go viral? But like I watch your videos and I like genuinely like belly laugh and the things you're doing, like I'm like. Man, it, it is. Um, it's like perfect. Like I, I, I'm never surprised, but I'm also like dying. La- you know what I mean? Like I'm like, like there was a video of you doing the dance that you saw in TikTok. It was, um, it was so funny. You guys are on top of each other, and oh, with Regina, yeah, yeah with so Regina. I don't, yeah. Here's the thing: is I just. I put up what I find funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, that's why half my videos, I'm just laughing in it because I found the thing funny. And then I was like, oh, if I find it funny, hopefully other people will find it funny. You know, you found your people, so to speak, like found my people. So what was the original video? Because I remember like people were posting it like crazy. Yeah. So it was like in the middle of the pandemic, I made a I found like, you know, as comics, we have tons of notebooks like you know you mm-hmm, do notebooks mm-hmm. so i was oh, going yes. <laughs> i found um a notebook and it was like it was november of 2020 but i found my notebook that from like november of 2019 and it mm. was a list of everything i want like goals i had for 2020 and it was yeah. like lose weight be more social it was like everything we didn't do in 2020 and the last yeah. one was spend more time with my grandmas and they both died during the pandemic oh my and God. i <laughs> it's a little dark and here's, that's why i was shocked that it went so viral because that's dark because like i was like spend more time with my grandmas and i was like and they both died but then everyone from like Jen Garner to Oprah shared it. And I, you would not think like dead grandma jokes would hit, but the world loved it. And well, so, that, you, know, you know, it's like, you know, listen, this this subject of like cancel culture and what you can say, what you can't say. Funny wins. Funny tone. You know, the, the venue you're putting you're like Oprah's favorite things. And then she's like, also check out this dead grandma joke. That is so <laughs> funny because you're hitting on a sensibility. People had lost relatives. People were yeah. saying, man, what I thought before 2020, what I know, if I knew what I knew now, what I knew then, you know, the, people were doing that. And you you put a story behind it. You put like a, a, like a, a joke yeah. behind it. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Funny will always win. The problem is with comics, and you know this, you have to mm. throw out a hundred things before you get that yeah. funny joke. So yeah. you have like 99% chance of getting canceled as a comedian. Because <laughs> we don't know what's... I, I mean, how did I know a, a dead grandma video was going to hit so hard, you know? I, well, I remember watching that, and you were going through the list of like all your goals and just like commentating on it and laughing with it. And it was like... It did feel like a, like we've all been there. Everyone mm -hmm. had a list. Everyone had a New Year's resolution in 2019, 2020. And then you're like, oh, well, I'll go fuck myself because <laughs> that ain't happened. I can't even leave my yeah. fucking apartment. Yeah, exactly. So everything we wanted just went to shit. But but then everything that was on the list ended up coming true because I did start making money and I did start becoming very social. Like because I went viral, everything on that list actually did. Minus the grandma thing. But... <laughs> And well, she's with me in my heart. Do you have a moment like you must have like a teary eyed, proud moment? Because listen, we've been doing comedy together for all these years. You find your thing like, you know, to a lot of people like they think the goal of comedy is to be famous. I don't think I don't. That was my goal was to like make a living being funny. Yeah. You know, like to like live and be an adult and move on with my life. Like, you know, like, there, you know, my goals and I'm, I'm sure you have some of this in you where you go, mine were pretty simple and not really um, I wasn't being greedy with my goals. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? No, my although my goals have changed, but it used to be like not have to, you know, I don't know, not have to ask my mom for money. <laughs> Like yeah, for well, wait in line for the open mic. I want to be able to go yeah. on at a time that they give me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to try material like on my show and not at an open mic. Yes. Like, that was the goal. Like I want like, to eliminate open mics completely. But you, but you must have like a teary moment. Like like your grandma's past. Did they from COVID is like is was it related or like, um, I don't want to bring up. Yeah. Sad one memory. was uh, one was COVID. One was cancer. So okay. maybe both. The Two fun subjects for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but I, you have to have a moment where you're like, this is kind of like, you know, the, yeah. One begets no. the other. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's very cosmic and karma filled. I don't know. It, oh, it, to me, it rings that way. Like, what are the chance? I mean, like the fact that both my grandmas die and then months later, all my dreams come true. Like, <laughs> like you can't be, I mean, <laughs> It makes it, it's giving me chills right now. I'm thinking about it because like I listen, my grandma used to come to like the duplex open mic and yeah. she would sit in the back and be like, this is the funniest thing in the world. She's like, she couldn't believe that my life involved this. And if she was like, I don't know what this is, but like, good for you. And like, it, totally. you know, it, it, totally. I, I, I feel yeah. no, there's I a lot like of Zen and karma and, you know, bullshit stuff were, that I They were 94 and 90, you know, no, so it's this like. Is, well, they lived a nice love life. And I mean, I was clearly their favorite grandchild. Clearly. Mostly. Clearly. I mean, but, clearly. Um, and they didn't leave me any money. So they said, we'll leave her her dreams. <laughs> there we go. So I think everyone right now, if you're yeah. on, if you're listening to this right now, you need to go follow Robin. She's so funny. I'm watching. I have your Instagram account up in front of me. It's just like, Here's the thing. Some people are going on Instagram and they're giving you um, nothing. They're giving you nothing. They're giving away nothing. They're never funny. They're just posting a picture of them looking hot. I, you know, I'm someone giving away a lot of my Instagram. I do believe that. I'm yelling at The Bachelor. I'm putting up tweets. I'm trying to be funny for free all the time. Robin is putting up the funny every single day. 
funny fucking videos that are hilarious that you're going to love. So go follow Robin right now at Robin Shaw Comic. Go follow immediately. And her shows this weekend, Caroline's Comedy Club, big venue. We want to sell it out. So carolines.com, go to Robin's uh, link in her bio. It's all there. Go, go, go. Get your tickets. Two shows, 7.30 and 9.30. It's going to be a blast. You're going to have fun. I I just know it. That's a group chat event that you're going to enjoy. So let's do the show. You ready? Yeah, wait, can we already can I already complain about something? <laughs> do, do you want to complain? You want to go first? No, no, no. So Jared just said, guys, some people put sexy. Oh, Jared just said, so, some people put sexy photos up. Robin. <laughs> Robin looks funny. Let me well, let me say. I there's a few sexy, sexy photos. No, no, no. no, no. There's Everything sexy. I do. She's not just putting up sexy photos. Let me re. Let me re. Like, you're right. I I'm wrong. I, but I'm, do you know what I mean? Like some people, you're like, you have this huge following, and like people still go to your shows, and you've never proven to be funny once. Oh, like you're I proving know. to be funny I just, every day. I just, I just love the sentence. Some people post sexy. Some people. not Robin. No no no. Robin ain't doing that. No no no. no. Not. <laughs> Not even a little. Not Robin, no. hideous and everything, but just boy, go to her shit jokes, show. poop jokes, just disgusting, She's but funny, gross, but funny. <laughs> Let me go to my I want that on my okay. I, <laughs> on your tombstone. Right, we'll be right next to your grandma. So okay, so, okay. My complaint. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, I am currently in Miami, Florida. I came here because I had shows in Boston, shows in Dallas. I'm like, here's what I'll do. Let's sit at the beach. Let's take two days. I, I, I can tape the podcast here. Let's take work on the road. Give me the opportunity to do an hour of the beach. I The people that you tell I'm in Miami and their first responses must be nice. Those people need to leave this earth. Like, no one can take a break. Like, and I'm not telling it to people that never have taken a vacation in their life. It's, and again, I'm not going up to the, you know, the homeless person by the dumpster going, oh, I'm in Miami this week. It's been a great week. Oh, the beach is beautiful. I'm saying it to people that are friends of mine, people that I know that I know take vacations. And the idea that your first response must be nice. Okay. Oh, are you, are you locked away? Do you never leave the house? Have you ever have you ever ever seen the beach? You never seen a sunset? Like how sad? Like you have a good life too. If you're other people deserve to take a moment to be at a beach. Yeah, people just want people have gotten so used to misery that when mm. you show a glimpse of happiness, people are like, no, 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 shut that down. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Quickly bring it back down. And and it's all about them. They yeah. don't want to act like they are you know, bougie or high end. Everyone wants to make sure everyone knows that everyone, no one's had a good day in their life. They can't let anyone know that they have good days too. It's almost, 
too much of a brag for them to be like, yeah, I woke up happy this morning. It's like, you can wake up happy too. Like we're they're, they're you- actually bragging the other way. People like to brag. Well, I'm more miserable. I'm working yes. harder. I'm, you know, more. I'm depressed a loser. Than you. Yeah. I'm more <laughs> depressed. I've never seen a beach. I've actually never felt sand in my feet. Yeah. I wear, you know, I, I, I'm uncomfortable every day of my life and good for you. How yeah. you enjoy Miami. It's like, yeah, why don't you just be happy for so? Like when someone tells me they go on vacation, I go, "That's amazing. How was it?" That is a normal response. That is someone who's okay with themselves. These <laughs> yes. people are not okay with themselves, so they have to make you not okay with yourself too. You don't they know what I do every your, day. They want to bring you to their misery level. They can't Brutal. just be like, "Enjoy it." It has to be like, yeah. "Oh, great." Yeah. No, oh, look oh at, good. You get. Oh, you get to be at the beach. You. Oh, you must. Uh, and it's like. What do you think? I, I I go from this beach to Saint Tropez. Like, what do you think? Like my like I'm just hopping the private jet. Like, I'm not Bezos here. I'm taking a couple days to look at a sun and sit and get a tan. You weren't. That'd be great for you. We should all be happy that you're living a good life, even if our lives are miserable. So someone's right. happy. There we go, Robin. Let's go to your complaint. Hit okay. the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. All right. So I do a lot of self-deprecating humor, Mm -hmm. a lot of it about my weight. Now, I would just like for people to laugh and move on. You know what I hate? Mm. When people then message me with weight advice on how to lose weight. I'm just joking. (laughs) This happens to me all the time because I talk about weight stuff all the time. And I'm like, yeah. Here's you're totally right. And they they message you. They go, I know, you know, I actually work. And then they give you their whole resume. And I know you didn't ask for this. And you're like, because this happens to me all the time, because I go, I I talk about weight stuff all the time on stage and off stage and on podcasts. And it's like help. People need to reach out for help if they want the help. Like like, making fun of it. I know, I was a personal trainer. I've lost weight. I know what I know not to eat donuts. I'm yes. choosing to eat donuts right now because you know life's because I'm oh, oh, you know life is good. You, you know, yeah, look, uh, you know. Or life's good. I do it for both. But it, um, but it's like don't tell, don't be like, hey, Robin, here's my keto diet. Like you should try this. Like if I wanted to actually lose weight, I know how to do it. Also, making fun of it is an acknowledgement that you know, like, there are things I need to be doing on a daily. It's awareness. It is, and you're just trying to connect with people who have the same emotional place as you. Like, when I do jokes about weight on stage, what I get sometimes is, aww. Oh, oh, that's the worst. Oh, the worst. and you go, and that person, it's almost like they're sounding an alarm to let everyone else know that they, it, and it's always like the most in shape person. It's always the most, because like, they're basically being like, well, if you feel bad about you, how must you think about me? And it's like, this isn't about you. This is about us right. combining together to like have a moment of like connection over yeah, and a, it's a joke. Yes. <laughs> like I'll, I'll say like I'll do a joke about me like eating something it's a joke and I'll put myself down and then I'll get 
oh, Robin, but you're beautiful. Yeah, like, okay, that makes now. me feel uglier. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I don't. <laughs> it's a little too much. Yeah. Like I. Also, I, I was making I, fun of my weight, not my face, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're right. And it, they and it's like, oh, so now you've revealed. And what they're doing is they like, what do they think they're going to do? Do they think they're going to eradicate insecurities? Like insecurities are here to stay, people, whether you like it or not. That moment of waking up and feeling a little fat, that moment of eating something that you knew you shouldn't eat. And then 10 minutes later being like, why the fuck did I eat it? Look at me. I'm a stupid fucking idiot. That is going to exist until the end of time. So you are not the hero here. You're never going to be the hero. Like, no. so don't reach out to us to be like, well, you know, we can get rid of that sad time. No, the sad time lives on. Yes. And I don't want to do your workout plan. Don't message me. No. And I don't want to do your keto. I don't. And here's another thing about weight loss and weight and being healthy. All of us are fucked up. So we are all trying to figure out a way to go straight in the way. Like I compare it to golf. Robin, you ever golf before? Not a day in my life. (laughs) Okay. So when you like when I golf and I'm not a good golfer, I don't golf a lot. But when I hit the driver, which is the initial, the big, you know, the big club, okay, it goes, it goes right. It always goes right. That's kind of how I live my health life. I'm always waking up and then I go right. So I'm trying to find <laughs> the thing. So when I, when I, now when I golf, I aim left to go straight. Right. So I'm like, if I'm going right, doing this way, I'll turn my body a little bit and hopefully it'll go the way I want it to go. That is how we are with health stuff. All of us are looking for our version of hitting straight. And, and you know, keto, my, the person that messaged you about keto, maybe that's wor- the way they hit straight. But that has nothing to do with you and your emotional connection to food at all. So them even reaching out is like a, basically saying that you have no, your emotions are the exact same as me. And that is right. just not the case. And they're calling me an idiot thinking I wouldn't yeah. know that I've never heard of keto. Yeah. I've never heard of dieting. I never heard of a gym. I'm not an idiot. I'm chubby. Br- bread has calories. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Let's go to the listener complaints. Jtrainpodcast right. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me a little taste of what it is. We're going to get right into it. Um, I, 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 so many great emails. And I have to say, like, thank you for sending them in. Um, so many luxury lounge issues. Let's get right into it. I mean, this one, luxury lounge, too much inherited jewelry. Jared, love the luxury lounge. I, get, I queue it up every Thursday morning when I walk my dog and it makes my day. Thanks for all your work. To my complaint, my grandmother had too much jewelry. My grandmother passed away a little over a year ago, summer 2020. So this is, listen, this is on topic with yeah, what we, we've perfect. started the show about. And because my mom has also passed away, I mean, this person, we're really bringing the fun at the beginning of the season. <laughs> no, I'm happy they wrote it. Because my mom has also passed away. The jewelry was left to my two sisters and I. They are also huge fans of yours. Actually, the reason I listen. Well, thank you. I love having the whole family here. Sorry for all your losses. Okay. For reference, my grandpa's nickname for my grandma was Diamond Lil. Her name was Helen. So not really sure how this came to be. <laughs> What if his grandpa was like, wait, that's not Lily? Oh, shit. 
I th- <laughs> my mistress's name is Lily. Oh, okay. Not sure how that came to be, but you get the point. She loved the finer things, specifically jewelry, and not co- costume or tacky jewelry. It's all very nice stuff we want to wear. We all live in Chicago, and for the last year, we had left all her jewelry at my dad's house in the suburbs so we could just borrow something from the jewelry boxes and return it when we were done, which wasn't really practical, but we were pretending to make it work. I get it. You're just figuring out a way until you have to figure it out. Well, this summer... Our dad sold our house, which is a whole other luxury complaint we won't get into today. <laughs> and we decided to split up the jewelry into three boxes that we can pass around every four months so we could all get to wear the different pieces. That doesn't seem like a good strategy. Yeah, for three this is sisters. already a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like three sisters being like, yeah, we just pass the boxes. Like, I don't know. There's going to be a problem at some day. I don't mean to be the ghost of Christmas problems, but that is going to be an issue. Oh, we already know two sisters aren't speaking, even by this point. Like from the (laughs) email to now, two of the sisters aren't talking. I'm not a monster, so I wanted to divide the pieces up equally and by type so everyone would have a mix of different rings, earrings, necklaces, and bracelets. Jared, when I say it took me hours, multiple days, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, we're we're sitting here. We know it did. Toward the end, I thought um, I was going to have or uh, going to have to order bigger jewelry boxes because I was running out of room in each of the boxes. I started looking at various pieces and being like, "Is this even that nice? Should we keep it?" The diamond's kind of small; it's only fourteen k, etc. Like, okay, who am I? On top of that, there were quite a few miscellaneous gold earrings with no matches or bracelets, necklaces with broken chains. Grandpa and grandma were going at it in bed. They lost a few clasps. Um, So eventually, we're going to go to a jeweler and get them fixed or melt it down into something, but that's a problem for their future us. Lucky enough to have a grandma with such great taste in jewelry, we get to wear forever, but how can having so much beautiful jewelry be so exhausting? Robin, what do you think? Oh, my God. Okay, so I had two grandmas die. Mm -hmm. One, one, I only had like six pieces of jewelry. And let me tell you, just six pieces was hell amongst the cousins and aunts because totally. everyone got to take one and there was fighting and it was just a disaster. Mm-hmm. The other grandma had boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of costume jewelry, mm-hmm. but she thought it was like gold in her head, you know, but it was sure. all 50 cents and turned your fingers green, you know, <laughs> but that was a pain too, because it was so much. So either way, when you're left, lots of jewelry is always fight. I say, sell everything and divide the money. Even though uh, I know I, some, more people are, you know, sentimental, I say, well, no, it's just gonna cause <clears throat> fights. You bring up some great points because it, it, first of all, they seem to be doing well so far based on when this email was written. We both know so far. that ain't going to last. Nope. I the this rotating box journey, tra- you know, sisterhood of the traveling jewelry. It ain't going to last very long. Not I mean, it, and it, my dad used to say growing up, he's like, it's not your family. It's the people who marry into the family that start all the fights. <laughs> and that's a very mean thing to say about my aunts and uncles. But he was right. <laughs> It's not the sisters. It's when they get husbands and the husband goes, so you're, you're just giving away that jewelry? What do you do to her? They, they have tons of money. You know, so, someone starts right. chirping in your ear. Yeah. How come your sister gets the ring? That yeah. doesn't make sense. We just got the earrings. That's not. That's that, weird. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to go south. Actually, it already went south because that email would not have been that long if she was happy with this setup. No, you know what and, I mean? And, and she's, her real complaint is how much of it now and having to categorize it. But that's the thing she needs to do. There needs to be simplification. They need to do a draft. They need to start giving up. You got to give up to get. 
They yeah. need to have a draft. They need to put all the items out on the floor, and one at a time, each sister gets to go up, pick one out, and then they go back to their side of the room. And you say you each get five items. The rest will be sold off for money. Like, I, I think that yes. there needs to be simplification here. Yes. Right now, it is too complicated, leaving room for too many opinions. Husbands yes. are going to comment. Children are going to comment. We're making this too complicated. Each of you get five Five items. Five items. Rest gets yeah. sold. Divide up the money. Boom. Easy to split a dollar more than a ring. Here's the other thing. And I know this, like when my grandparents pass, like uh, you have the shiva call in the Jewish religion. So like everyone goes to the house and eats and kind of sits around for a few days. That to me always seemed like everyone at the front of the Boston Marathon before the gun went off. Like it just looked like everyone was just like eyeing things. It's just you see people at their worst when it comes to this stuff because it's, again, easier to split up a dollar than it is to split up a ring. Right. And even that gets complicated. You know, sometimes – a stepchild thinks, you know, they sh- want equal and the other one doesn't. Look, it's very complicated when people die and there's stuff left over. So it is yes. a burden. I understand too much jewelry. It's a burden. I actually really sympathize with these sisters. No, this is a tough. This is I listen. This is why the lounge exists. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. When you're trying to lose weight, everything is about what you can't eat. It's so stressful. You're hating yourself right out of the gate. Getting healthy is a positive thing. It should be about learning to feed and nourish your body, not depriving it. Enter Noom. There are no bad foods in Noom's world. There's no way to mess this up. Noom uses a psychological approach to help change your mindset around food. If you start by building good habits, you'll be on a sustainable path to better health. It's all about creating a better relationship with food, and that starts with just being honest with yourself about why you eat. I am such a fan of Noom. It's peace of mind. It's keeping you on it. Here's an example. You know, I am working with a nutritionist in addition to working with Noom. And the nutritionist is like, you know, here's, she basically gave me like the range of calories, what a meal should be. This is, and you know, <clears throat> when when you know the amount of calories and you go, am I full or not? So now I'm using Noom, I'm using the calorie tracker to make sure I'm staying within this range. And then I go, you've hit the mark. This is the amount you should be having in a meal. And now Noom is now a tool that I'm using to help me understand the amounts that I should be eating. Because it's really, you can eat what you'd like as long as you, you know, what do they say? Moderation. And Noom is going to help you get there to Put the mental stuff with the physical. That's that's what Noom has helped me with, is taking, what is 500 calories? What is that? It's all about balance and making small choices every day that add up. With Noom, it's as easy as checking your phone every day. And you already do that anyways. And I like that Noom gives you little fun facts. It just keeps you on your game. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up today at Noom.com slash JTrain. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain. That's Noom.com slash JTrain, N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain, Noom.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Getting unbiased feedback and advice from a licensed professional can be refreshing and actually rewarding. And now it's simple with Talkspace. I'm telling you right now, getting uh, a therapist, getting professional, uh, uh, you know, help from a licensed professional, it's it's the hardest part is getting started. Who do you even reach out to? Who do you ask? This is such a great platform, Talkspace, because it gets. It makes that process easier. Talkspace is the therapy on your schedule. Talk to a therapist anytime on any device from the comfort of your home. 
You can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. See, that's one of those things. You'll say, I'll do it Monday. I'll do it Tuesday. I'll do it Wednesday. I'll do it this weekend. No, no, no. Talkspace is right here waiting for you to start today. Send and receive unlimited messages with your therapist in the app. Schedule live video sessions with your therapist from anywhere. Your therapist will help you set goals and hold you accountable to make sure you're actually progressing. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, relationships, and more. It's therapy for the 21st century. Just for my listeners, start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use promo code JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's $100 off when you use code JTRAIN at Talkspace.com. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Quip. Good health starts with good habits. Quips makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. That's, that is what Quip does. Quip took all the things that you use in the bathroom, like, you know, on your, as, as far as oral care, when you're brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth, mouthwash, they took all those things and they put them into easier to use devices. I have to say, and, and we all get anxious about going to the dentist, right? You're like, have I prepared? Have I prepared for the big exam that's coming up? And sometimes you're like flossing the night before and you're going, why am I doing this? I can't believe I'm at this age. I'm still, I'm still nervous about the dentist, but that's kind of normal. Quip is making this a, not a, 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 you know, a, a stressful experience. Using the Quip electric toothbrush gives you that just left the dentist feel, clean feeling from the comfort of your own bathroom. This doodad has a built-in timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides to help you clean your whole mouth evenly. That's a big deal. We don't know what two minutes is. The lightweight, sleek design has no wires or bulky charges to weigh you down. And you even get a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. This is amazing. That's the thing. They're thinking of how to make this as easy as possible for you. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to uh, build a complete routine. Anti-cavity toothpaste and mint or watermelon that helps prevent cavities and refillable mouthwash that's with none of the alcohol or artificial colors you'll find in other brands. That's good for you and the planet. If you go to getquip.com slash JTrain right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash JTrain, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash JTrain. Quip, the good habits company. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Robin Shaw. Go follow at Robin Shaw comic. Go, go, go. So funny shows. They're coming up. Okay. This weekend at Robin Shaw comic Caroline's go get your tickets. Now group chat event. Go, go, go luxury lounge. My boyfriend is taking me on a vacation. Jared Feather Feather, I'm a big fan, listener, subscriber, patron, and you up, thank you. And then finally writing in, I think my email might be a nice luxury lounge and J-Train crossover. Anyways, my boyfriend of four years and I have a great relationship, my humble opinion. The company he works for recently been acquired and he is getting about a million dollar payout. Woo! Love it. To celebrate this at our upcoming anniversary, he's taking me on an all-inclusive four-day vacation to Mexico. Needless to say, I'm extremely grateful. This hotel is amazing. We have our own private plunge pool on the patio. But when he told me the whole trip all in with flights cost him about 4000 for both of us, I blurted out, oh, it's a nice budget option. <laughs> I know... <laughs> 
I know I do not need to repeat myself in the lounge. I'm very grateful. But given that I make about 150000 myself, this seemed like an affordable option. I would go on my own. <laughs> she, she's judging him for the price of the vacation to celebrate his million-dollar payout. She's like, we, we got to spend all million. No, no, no. That's not what she's saying. She is saying, you just got a million dollars. This is the time to drop like a $10,000 sure. vacation. She writes, how dare she even say this when people are dying all from around from COVID? <laughs> I imagine the whole world yelling at me. Anyways, Jared, please weigh in. Am I crazy to even have said my budget option <laughs> comment, even if I was 100% joking? We did not get into a real fight, but I did have to explain myself for a hot minute. I'm sharing the link to the exact suite we are getting for reference. So I'll look at the suite. I mean, okay. while while you're looking, my mom once said, because I was like, I don't remember what it was, but like I broke my arm and I was like, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't complain. There's people out there with cancer, much worse. And she's like, and her response was, yeah, but that doesn't make your pain any less. So what she when she was like, I know this is like a stupid complaint during COVID. Yes, people, there are people starving. Mm -hmm. There's people, bad things. That doesn't mean you can't complain about things going on in your life. I don't think that makes it. I don't think one has anything to do with the other. So to comfort her, let me just say you can complain about whatever you want, whenever you want. Don't worry about what else is going on because there's always worse stuff going on. That's besides the point. Well, and for her, she's going, oh, it wasn't like she is pointing out like, oh, this is a beautiful place compared to the cost I would have thought of been more like she could play it that way yeah like, she did say like I mean oh it's a nice but you know uh this the hotel is amazing she started with hotel I mean I sent you the website so you can take a look okay. um it is a beautiful hotel room a little too purpley for me um but it's you know it does look very nice it's in Mexico I'm looking at the you know the plunge pool, great view. I mean, to me, her joke is more about the surprise of how, you know, of how, like, how beautiful it is compared to the price. Look, it's got a hammock on the on the, on the the deck. It's got the plunge pool. The plunge pool, I love that that exists. Like, like that is, like, something, like, that's a sexy option for, a, you know, anniversary trip. What do you think of this? Right. Here's the thing. I think this is lovely. I that, I feel like that's not even her complaint is the place. Mm. It's not. She says it's not. The complaint is we just came into lots of money. Yeah. We should be splurging. Like, this is nice for yeah. 4000 Imagine what we could get for $15,000. Yeah. Like, she's not complaining about the trip. That I totally. get it. She's complaining about the money spent. If like, she, now if you're the, true. If we're economical now. When yeah. won't we be economical? Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Like you know, if, if, the, if this exact trip was fifteen thousand dollars, she would not have emailed us. She would appreciate it just as much. She, Her point is, okay, like we have this money now. This is the time to do a bigger. Yeah, trip. let's have the most memorable time of our lives. But that's probably why her and her boyfriend go well together. He's like, yeah, there's also you know college educations for future children. You know, right. like, or like, like a house like, or a wedding, yeah, yeah. a house, a wedding. Yeah, I would like to live in a. I'd like to. We just spent a pandemic together in a one bedroom apartment. I'd like to have an extra bedroom for a future <laughs> pandemic. Oh, maybe he only spent four thousand on the vacation because maybe he just dropped a shitload on the ring see that this about is this is the real luxury lounge complaint is <laughs> that this is what women will do to her she yeah. can't tell this story to any woman like she tells it to me i no. go yeah you know he's thinking about college plans she tells it to you you're like 
oh, there's a ring here. There's yeah. there's other things. And I'm sure she, her mind, that's the real problem is that if I see this as a budget trip, what else is the money going towards? And if it yeah. doesn't go towards a ring, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Because he already set himself up. If there is no ring, all of her girlfriends are going to have to hear about this for the next six months. That totally. he, Yeah. If there's a ring, this is the best vacation ever. Yes. This is not a $4,000 vacation. This is a $30,000 vacation. Yes. Because we include the ring on the trip. Right. J-train but if there's no pod- ring. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Robin Shaw at Robin Shaw Comic. Caroline's this weekend. Get those tickets. Link in her bio. Luxury Lounge Force Dilemma. Jared had this major luxury complaint and knew you were the only place to vent. My husband and I had plans to watch his do- watch his Dodgers in game five of five of the playoffs and my Eagles playing Thursday night football at our favorite sports bar. They were going to play at the same time and we were both huge fans of our team. So her husband is a Dodgers fan. They are in the playoffs, though. The Eagles are her team. They are in the regular season. Let me make sure that has okay. been said. They were going to play at the same time. We were both huge fans of our teams. The sports bar also has the best food, and I was really excited for this plan. The night before, his aunt texts us that she got four tickets to the Rolling Stones at the new Ram Stadium for the next night, said Thursday night. We aren't exactly Rolling Stones mega fans, but that's a pretty hard concert to say no to, especially at this brand new stunning venue. Ordinarily, we would be glad to go for the experience, but she bought the tickets without telling or asking us, just texted us about it afterwards. In a way, that seemed like an obligation attendance. I totally agree. This is a bit of a habit of hers, mm. we, which we sometimes get to benefit from, but sometimes have to begrudgingly agree to. How would you handle? This is brutal. So, you know, she's got Aunt, Gen- Aunt Generous uh, coming in with the Rolling Stones tickets, um, but they're already set on this night. The What do you think, Rob? Okay, first, this is why your this show is genius because mm. these really are all problems that you really can't complain about, but you want to complain about. This is like totally. the perfect example where it's like, oh, you get these amazing tickets. How can you complain? But it's a burden. People buying yes. you event things is a burden. You, do you yes. know what I mean? It's always and a burden every single time. Event things are tough because it's not just here, go to the concert. It's a day of the week that you didn't get ahead of, Thursday night, you have planned the week for your Thursday night plans. Monday is connected to Thursday. They don't live in a vacuum. Right. right. Here's the, their biggest issue is that, is what she wrote at the end. We some, um, this is a bit of a habit of hers. We sometimes get to benefit from, but sometimes we have to begrudgingly agree to. When you take the money, you are working for the person. So when yeah. when this aunt who likes doing nice things and you go, oh my God, you got us tickets to the, you know, to the Dodgers game. She's like, here you go. Love doing it. I'd do anything for you in the world. You feel even worse the next time when she's like, I got your Rolling Stones. You go, uh, not for us. You can't right, turn you it can't, down because you can't you pick won't and get- choose. You know, you when to be grateful and when not to be grateful. Because what are you what you're doing is you're hypothetically giving out giving up future aunt generous things. Right. So maybe the next time if you go, oh, Rolling Stones, you know, we've seen it. Who are you to turn down Rolling Stones? That band's gonna die in like six minutes. You you don't want to take a once in a lifetime opportunity to a brand new vid- venue, and then she's like, next time maybe there's another you know niece or nephew that gets the call, not you. 
Exactly. That's why you always have to say yes, because you don't want her to now start giving those tickets away to someone else. It still is annoying. I always think the best gift is giving like a gift card to the venue of whatever. But I know that sure. doesn't always work out perfectly. But this That's aunt ain't, just- ain't thinking that way. I, I think what they got to do, how, how would I handle it? You got to take the Rolling Stones tickets. Oh, yeah, I agree. You, you, you got to stick with with, you know, with, with the money tree. Because that's going to keep shaking dollars down. So you stick with Aunt Generous. You say yes to her. You DVR your two games and you make a weekend. You're married. You don't got a lot to do. Now you make, you know, that's your fun, your Friday night activity. You guys hide your eyes. You don't, you avoid scores. And Friday night you go and you do like a sports night at your own apartment. Now you have a theme night. It's now taking up another night of the weekend. Yeah, and the truth is these tickets that she's getting you are good things. So yes. it's not going to be like you're going to a concert and you have the worst time ever. It's going to be great. You just have to roll with the punches, I think, with this one. JTrainPodcast.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Make sure you tell us what you're talking about. This one's called Luxury Lounge Company Car Gas Card. Jared, hey, King. I have a complaint that's so minuscule for such a big perk. I knew I had to come to you. I'm very lucky that my company gave me a car, and I love it. It's 15 years newer than my previous car, so I'm soaking up the backup camera, Apple CarPlay, and MPG. Since my company owns it, I don't mind that my trunk is always full of work stuff or that it always has a stench of the factories I go to. In my head, they own 100% of the car, so who cares if 20% is taken up by the work? Perfect rationalization to me. However, mm-hmm. I have to use a gas card every time I fill up. I rarely ever, it rarely ever works at the pump, so I need to go inside. Ooh. It then normally requires the cashier to do something, and half the time the first cashier I speak to doesn't even know what they need to do to get it to work, and they have to wait for the manager to come help, to help them. Then the chip never works, so I need to try it three times until it lets me swipe. After all this, I have to type in my pin in my current odometer reading. Hopefully, I remember to text it to myself before heading in or somehow miraculously remember it after this tedious process. Also, my car gives me miles to empty, so I'm always uh, waiting till the last minute. My car gives me miles to empty. Okay, so, I, so I'm always waiting till the last minute and running late to begin with. And gas stations are an entire impulse line. Uh, entire impulse line, and I have to do two separate transactions to get the cliff bar I pick up on the way to the register. Sincerely, I miss my Dodge Stratus lifestyle. What do you think of this? Okay, I think it's a free car, and they are paying for the gas. I know it takes three swipes. It's an inconvenience, but I think it's worth the inconvenience. Well, it's it's not even about the car and the gas. It's brutal that a gas... You here's the thing. Many of the complaints here that come in that are maybe something you deal with is something you deal with until you've dealt with better. So they went from a lifestyle of popping the gas station and gone a 10 minute trip, a a five minute thing. Now it has gone from a five minute part of their lives to an hour production in their lives. This is horrible because they know it could just if they just didn't have to deal with this guy if i'm them i'm going to the company and being like this gas card doesn't work i would just plain and simple we need a new card i need because it seems like this card is let's figure out if the card is the problem because i don't think everyone with a company gas card is doing this rigmarole that they're going through 
Yeah, it's definitely the card. But also, uh, just clarify, does he mm. have to go inside because the card's not working or because he's using a company card? Because to me, it, going it, inside is the worst part of this That's whole story. the worst part. Yeah, and I that is the that's definitely the worst part. You want to do it all from the station. Yeah. Like the idea that people used to go, yeah, I'm on, I'm on tank two. You'd be like, oh, like what a life we used to lead. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, oh, he like, says I have to. Or, or the having to pay for your bar separately. It's just a lot. Like there's a lot well, of he, steps. He says it rarely ever works at the pump, so I need to go inside. This is the thing. Here's the other part. You need a new card because now you always try at the pump. This is the problem with a broken card. It's like, I'll give it a shot first. So now you're spending three minutes of giving it a shot. Then you give up on giving it a shot. You've defeated. You go inside. You have to deal with three people. You know, it, because again, this goes back to I've had it the good way. This card right. even has worked the good way. And they're disappointed by it every time. Right. Also, going in, see, a lot of times you just pay at the pump and you leave. If you have to go in, you know you're going to buy a snack. You can't go in and not buy like a junk food snack. So now we're totally. adding, okay, you're going to have to break your diet because you're going inside. How are you not going to get a Kit Kat? Totally. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Robin Shaw. At Robin Shaw Comic. Shows. Caroline's. The 23rd. That's this weekend. Get your tickets right now assemble that group chat you're loving her here go watch her live you'll love her even more luxury lounge limited hotel housekeeping i'm dealing with this on a weekly basis okay jared i stayed in an upscale american resort with my boyfriend the past four nights the location resort was beautiful however when we checked in they informed us that housekeeping was only being offered every fourth night of a stay so we never received it they said this was due to COVID. instead they asked that we call the concierge whenever we needed new items in the hotel room towels shampoo etc i ended up having to call for more toilet paper and towels while the old towels sat in the bathroom tub making it look messy not exactly the glamorous trip I had in mind. This also meant we had to make our own bed. Oy. I Of course, <laughs> I asked my boyfriend to help make the bed, and he never did. Yeah, I would never make a bed in a yeah. hotel. I make the bed every day at my own house, and I went in this expensive resort vacation to get away from the responsibilities such as that. At the end of the day, we had a great time, but it was an expensive nightly rate, and I would have appreciated housekeeping every other day thanks to listening to my luxury problem. Uh, Robin, what do you Shouldn't think? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Because of COVID, they're doubling cleaning. Like, why is it less cleaning in hotels? It Also, you're totally right. You would think, like, cleanliness is an important part of this whole COVID thing. That's what we were told from day one. Every table has, um, has the squirt bottle full of alcohol to put on your hands so that you don't get COVID in your eye. It's truly um, an issue. These companies are taking advantage of us. These companies all got PPE. They all got money from the government. Right. Now they're back at capacity and not rehiring the people they need to make this happen. Now, then they don't even take money off of your stay. Like, right. They should say, like, you can opt in for the for the housekeeping or opt out make it my you know, put it make it like a bag, you know, bringing a bag on a Spirit Airlines flight at this point, because. I don't want to get to a, and this is happening to me all the time. And then what they do is I, I'm on the road and I go, hey, I'd like to, uh, if you ask for it, they're like, whoa, 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 oh, yeah, whoa, oh, yeah, you got to ask at 6 a.m. It's like, what? <laughs> and like Mr. Fancy Pants needs his bed made. What? You can't do it? It's like, no, that's what we come to a hotel. So someone here's can the, make our bed. Totally agree. And here's the biggest issue. 
if you know this is the case, fill it up with towels. Extra. Where are the extra towels? Let's not do this. This ain't, if we're going to be, and if you're going to use the COVID excuse, I want it all over the place. I want it, I want seven towels. I want to go, well, at least they filled it up. Like this is the idea that this person's asking for toilet paper. Like, what are we talking about? Like they should, because you see with the shampoos, they'll have the little mini shampoos. You're like, there should be triple. Right. I'm also concerned. How much toilet paper is he going through? He's only there for four days. Ah, listen, you're eating food in a foreign land. I, I can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. You know the feeling when you stumble upon a piece of clothing that is just so perfect for you? That moment when a cute jacket jumps out and holds you down and won't let you leave the store without buying it? That is how you feel when using the new Stitch Fix Freestyle. I love Stitch Fix. I love what they're doing. What they're doing is they're opening up a world of clothing that you might not have looked at. Just like it said right there, the jacket that jumps out at you. Well, they're going to throw the jacket at you. Freestyle learns what cuts fabrics and fits you like the best. Like a virtual BFF, BFF, she curates looks for you. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's someone to go, just check this out. That's sometimes all you need to get into a different style, a different look. It's a one-stop destination. Stitch Fix combines over a 1,000 brands. And since Freestyle knows all about you and how you love plaid pants but hate crop tops, you can shop everything from basics, outerwear, and high-end designer looks for a night out on the town all in one place. Get all the benefits of a personal concierge totally free. No subscription required. Plus, they throw in free shipping, returns, and exchanges. It's all in one hassle-free personal shopping experience. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash jtrain. Try Stitch Fix Freestyle. Stitchfix.com slash jtrain. Get out there and look your best at stitchfix.com slash jtrain. Tell them Jared sent you. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. Moment of truth. Is your butt clean enough to sit on the couch naked? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Would you sit on a friend's couch naked with your butt out? Would you? I'm telling you right now. Tushy is, it is a gift from the heavens. Be like Marie Kondo. Avoid mess. Get the Tushy modern bidet. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Tushy doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleanses itself before and after use with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. The knobs are antimicrobial. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. It pays for itself in just a few months. With Hello Tushy, you never wipe again. Just spritz with water, dry, and go. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And if you've already got a tush in your pot, you can upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a fantastic gift to yourself, to a friend, to a coworker, to a... <laughs> be weird. <laughs> hey, uh, coworker, do you want a, want a bidet? I'm telling you, it is one of those things that you go, I'm like excited to go home. I'm on the road right now. I'm excited to go home and get back to my Hello Tushy. So you're going to be excited too. And I'm going to help you get some free money. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain to get 10, 10, 10% off. This is a special offer for just you, my listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain and say hello to a clean butt. JTrain podcast at gmail.com, JTrain podcast at gmail.com luxury lounge okay this is a good one this this kind of like 
hits all the angles of this podcast and keeps sending them in here with Robin Shaw at Robin Shaw comic. Go, go, go. Follow, follow, follow. Luxury Lounge. Boyfriend wants to marry young. Okay. J Train. Huge fan since the TFM days and have loved seeing you at shows. Putting this in the Luxury Lounge because I know most girls who write in would love to have my problem. My issue is that my boyfriend, 25, wants to get married soon and I want to wait. I'm 24. Key info. He's in the military, classic, with three years left of his contract. I begin a two-year graduate program soon. We've been together three years. Two have been long distance, one of which in different countries. We're from near your hometown, so culturally this is weird in our social circles. Okay. They're saying Northeast people aren't usually getting married at 25 or 24. I want to wait until he's out of the military and I am out of school to see where we both land in life before making the commitment to each other. My main concern is he will continue military career instead of going to law school as planned. And I don't want to be alone with kids at home while he's deployed for years on end. He is very traditional and wants to be married for the quote unquote symbolism of our commitment. He wants to be a dad sooner rather than later. His main concern is I will continue to push off engagement. I wait, keep waiting for the next milestone before I'm ready. We are otherwise very solid in love, best friends yada yada please help thanks for all your help what do you think robin okay well i'm probably the wrong person to ask because all my relationships ended because i didn't want to get married so mm. i'm probably like <laughs> give you really bad well, advice because you end up single but if you don't want to get married don't do it like wait wait till you're like i really want to do it because you don't want to get it gets well, complicated you bring, if you're not you, want to do it you bring up a great point though you're probably the best person when you you know, to me, like this person's like, yada, yada, yada. We're very solid in love, best friends, yada, yada. You've, um, maybe we need to see if this is the match, you know, like the, the one thing that she wrote that is concerning to me is you don't trust him to have the life that you're looking to have. She writes, my concern is he will continue military career instead of going to law school as planned. Like if, if it's, you know, if you have a version of life that you want and he wants a different version of life that you, or you don't trust him to have that same version of life going, I, I, there's loss of trust here. I don't know if this yeah. is the right relationship. And that's all the more reason to just wait. There's no rush. You can always get married. Like that's, mm. so you can get married in two years. You can get married in three years. There's no rush. So if anyone's ever putting pressure on you, there's reasons. Like why? Like what's the point? There's no well, rush. That's the interesting part that I I love that she sent this into luxury lounge. Like she's like, it's a luxury. Every woman wants to get married. It's like, well, if you're looking at it in the way that like married people are winning and single people are losing, then yeah, I can understand why this is a luxury lounge. But to me, that's kind of a bad way to look at it. I I would say the people in relationships that they're happy with are winning and the people that are in unhappy relationships are losing. Oh, my God, Jared, this could be my complaint. This should have been my complaint. I hate that people think single is like the losing factor and marriage is the winning because both are winning and both are losing. You could be happy single and you could like people always like, oh, Robin, you'll find the right guy. And it's like, yeah, I met the right guy, but I'm happy with being single. Like you don't need. So like this guy. Like, if you don't want to marry him now, then that's not the win. That's okay to complain about that because that's not. That's, I don't think that's that bad to not want to get married right now. If you're no, happy. I, I, and I, I think there's more things to talk about. Like I, and I understand like he's traditional and has these, you know, the, wants the symbolism, but like, if he's not really like talking with you through this, then, you know, like, I mean, if you're sitting there being like, I'm afraid I'll be stuck at home with kids while he's in the military, 
you have not talked things through yet. Right. You know, there's an issue here. But also, he's not wrong either because that's what he no. wants. Like, both are right. So you just got to figure out, are you guys willing to compromise? Also, thank you for your service to your man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Robin Shaw. At Robin Shaw Comic Carolines this weekend. Go, go, go. Get those tickets. Let's, ooh. Um, luxury Lounge. Sex is too good. I hate laundry. <laughs> Jared and guest feather feather love you from you up and now I listen to everything thanks for doing the Lord's work I'm here because I literally can't complain about this to anyone I know I recently got back together with a casual bumble fling from two years ago I'll save the long story but we're in the right place finally the sex is amazing I didn't even believe in squirting before him now it's almost every time we both oh have high sex drives and I don't want to complain, but I hate doing laundry twice a day. Am I doomed <laughs> to put a towel down? How do I cl make cleanup easier, but still sexy? What do you think, Robin? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is the one thing I won't. I'm like, okay, now you're ragging. Yeah, now you've made me mad. Yeah. Um. Uh, whatever. Do the laundry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> do the laundry. Yeah. Good sex is hard to find. Laundry's easy. Just do it. Listen, what they should do is have a um, they should plan a sex. Their sexual nights should be they should do like a, um, a what's it called? A like haunted house sex. They should start putting down tarps. <laughs> Like a and, wee wee pad? Yeah, like put you know, down. Dogs like, have those wee wee pads. Put that down on the totally. bed. Totally. Put that on the bed. I think they could make this into a theme night of sorts. Like they could have slip and slide night. Put down the tarp. Have <laughs> sex. Then go slide down the hallway. Like this could be fun. They yeah. gotta, it's time to get creative is my point. Like have a, so like, you know, what are those escape room? <laughs> you know, put down tarps like it's an escape room. Like something like that. Jared, no woman wants to have sex in an escape room with a tarp. <laughs> like, literally, we've been told anytime they lock the door and there's a tarp, get the yeah. fuck out fans. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill you. Listen, I, 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 yeah, I understand. I mean, that could be the fun, the excitement of being in a different scenario. But I hear you. I, I think no, she's gonna deal with the laundry. Run. <laughs> what she needs to do is have backup sheets. She needs yeah. to get more items so that at the very least you can put stuff in the hamper and take care of it at a later time. So yeah. she needs multiple items to be on the bed so that it can be remade with the already fresh sheets instead of having to go down and wash them. And I'm assuming if the sex is great, that means they have a draw of toys and, and whips mm -hmm. or whatever they have, have a, have an extra blanket in there that you throw there down. So when you're, when you're grabbing, you know, the handcuffs, you're also grabbing a sheet <laughs> done. J train podcast at gmail.com title it luxury lounge here with Robin Shaw at Robin Shaw comic. Go, 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 go follow. So many funny videos and sexy videos. Um, go um, and the the shows are at Caroline's this weekend. Let's do one more. Does that sound okay? Great. Okay. Luxury lounge, wedding hotel room blocks. Papa JT, love the pod. Thanks for the years of Haas. Currently writing my luxury complaint from the car outside of a hotel because our room is not ready. We were told that we needed to call ahead for a room to be ready despite booking through the wedding room block. We need to have a serious overhaul of the hotel check-in process for weddings because my girlfriend and I are currently getting ready in the car due to no clean rooms being available. See, that's the thing. The block, they know they're coming. 
If you're booking for a wedding block of rooms, they should be available no later than 12 p.m., not the typical 4 p.m. check-in time, which also happens to be the same as the ceremony. Thanks for providing a safe place to complain about the uncomplainable. No, this is a huge issue. Yeah, my parents just dealt with this, and my mom had to get ready in the hotel lobby bathroom. They oh they got to they got to get this figured out. Yeah, and it's like the block like this is the thing. This is the hotel planning. Like the the plan should be like, hey, you know, someone calls late checkout on Tuesday or on Friday. No, no, no. We have a wedding block coming in. You're out. Right. Like we can't make. We need them in and out. We need the people, you know, cleaning, giving you your your one and a half towels because you didn't because <laughs> we don't give you more than one and a half. You know, like th- th- this should be. The part, the thing about a wedding block is that it's being done so far in advance that you have the time to get ready for such a thing. Right. This is this is on the hotel. They should have. Mm. This happens all the time, and the hotels should have figured this out already. This is on them. There's you already know that they have a place. To, they have a time. They have to get out. They got to figure yeah. this out. J Train Podcast. No, J Train Podcast J Train Podcast. Let's do one more. We got time for one more. Is that okay. cool? I could complain all day. <laughs> I mean, that's why sure, the this is, is all great. I do. Uh, this is this is perfect. Okay, yeah. um, let's do. Let's do. Actually, I had a better one back here. Let's go to the inbox. Um, okay, this is a good one. Luxury lounge explaining why I have money. <laughs> Jared and guests, I have more money than a 27-year-old should have. I have owned a half a million dollar condo since I was 22 years old. And it has been so uncomfortable trying to justify it when people find out. My brother and only sibling died of suicide when I was 22. Oh, I'm very sorry. There was a decent amount of life insurance money that my parents did not need or want. They gave it to me to go to grad school and buy a condo so I could uh, get out of a bad apartment in a sketchy neighborhood. The purchase kept us busy while grieving... um, and we did projects around the condo as a distraction. Whenever coworkers or acquaintances found out I have this nice condo, they would always make uncomfortable comments about how it must be nice. I mean, what a what a great bow tie uh, bow on this podcast episode. <laughs> right. We started with must be nice people, and now we're back uh, about how it must be nice. And I'm so lucky to have a, to not have student loans. I always feel like I need to explain why I'm in this financial situation. So I awkwardly say that my brother passed away, and this is how my parents wanted to use the life insurance money. We made the best out of a tragic situation, but I wish people didn't make these comments that forced me to relive the situation that got me here. Yeah, that's horrible. I'm currently selling the condo and looking to buy a house with my partner. He has a hard time wrapping his head around the fact that we can afford a pretty nice place. I don't want to make him uncomfortable, but if we have the money, I want to use it on a great house for us. My aunt also passed away last year and left me a decent sum of money because she didn't have any children. I want to put this money towards the the house as well. I just wish I didn't have to explain to people why I'm wealthier than I should be at 27 years old. Sincerely, I'd rather have the people than the money. Of course you would. This is a tough one. She's got all this like ghost money. You know, like it's... um. And I know I'm joking, but I'm saying <laughs> it is uncomfortable. And I'm so sorry for her losses. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a brother who who passes away at 22. Like, that is a huge tragedy. So sad. But then, you know, people going to you, what? Look at you. And it's like, you know, there's an element of like you're trying. To, they might think you're trying to take them down. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, when you say, well, well, someone passed away. Like, it makes you miser- the miserable one, yeah. not them. First They're off, the miserable this really, one. This really is a full, you know, circle episode because we started yes. off with people bringing you down and how dead relatives can really make your life 
better. <laughs> Can it help you out today. a little bit? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so first off, you don't owe anyone an explanation. So when they say, mm-hmm. oh, well, how can someone like you, how can you afford this? You could give any excuse you want. Like if you don't want to talk about a relative, pa- your brother passing because it's upsetting, yes. then say whatever the hell you want. Say, well, I'm successful, I guess, unlike you. You know, you could say anything you want or you can make a joke of it. You could like you are in the power. You could say whatever makes you comfortable. I- they're in the wrong for asking. I will say that, yeah, because they're being judgy. They're being, and this is, I think, created by social media. We all get to look at each other's lives on Instagram stories. So we think we have some sort of right to be able to comment on people's lives to their faces. And it's like, I feel like people are more comfortable now than they used to be. It used to be, we don't talk money. Now it's like, whoa, big vacation. Look at you. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, people nice, go, oh, nice house. Always, people are always, how do you make money? Because like I have a one bedroom, and it's like mm. I don't have to explain to you how I make money. Yeah, I Only make people fans. laugh. Don't give yeah. <laughs> well, I I'll give this person advice. I had a similar situation, not similar, but like similarly uncomfortable. I was in Boston. I'm doing shows. And someone, you know, is a fan introduced me to their, they brought their boyfriend to the show and the boyfriend goes, and then they go, and you're from Needham. I'm from Needham, which is a suburb outside of Boston. That's a very nice suburb. Um, When I grew up there, I would say it was still pretty nice, but I didn't think it was like, you know, I think it's way nicer now. Like if you look at like, it's gone up in price, like most suburbs have. Yeah. And the guy looks at me, oh, Needham, pretty bougie. And I go, yeah, we grew up very rich. <laughs> That's what you I said. That, yeah, and, it, and, goes, and it just ended it. Like sometimes it's like a yes and an improv. Like if this person, if someone's like, whoa, tw- so young with a nice apartment. Yes, we, I grew up very rich. <laughs> like, and they'll laugh because it's a right. kind of an uncomfortable thing to say. Like, I, I think you just go with it. Yeah, and you could really say anything that's going to make you feel comfortable. At this point, yeah. because it is something that could upset you, say whatever is going to make you happy. And we they're the in the wrong. Yeah, you won yeah, the lottery. They, you can fuck it. They, they are in a position to be fucked with because they are being fuckers. Yeah. I mean, that should be the motto. Because if yeah. someone's going to be a fucker to you, they can be fucked with. So, like, yeah. when someone says, like, ooh, nice town. Yeah, I, I, I come from a very, very wealthy family like and you just say yeah. it like I, I, yeah prince harry is my cousin like right. I, I just say my that. dad murders people for money say whatever yeah. you want because <laughs> they're idiots J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com robin shaw this was so fantastic thank you so much oh for God. coming on jared i will complain with you any day you want i love it so much thank you so much for coming on um everyone go follow robin at robin shaw comic she's at caroline's this weekend get those tickets the 23rd two shows sell them out people get that group chat together i'm jared freed uh we're here every thursday in the lounge mondays in j train podcast we'll be back on monday with j train keep sending your emails j train podcast at gmail.com back next week boom